Hey guys, it's Shawnee, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to a bonus Q&A episode. Now, this is my third attempt at recording this, and I had a recording published. I have taken it down and done this one in its place because I keep missing things that I want to say. And really, I think this is just reminding me that writing is my sweet spot and talking the words is harder than it looks. So let's get right into our question. The question is from a mom who says, what do you do when you feel like you want to cry? You feel like you're not doing what you plan to do. All your plans are a disaster and your children are not listening and following the rules. I mean, right? Like how many of us moms are like, yeah, that's my life. (laughs) Yesterday, today, last week. And so many of us moms feel this way and and don't know what to do about it. And I think the first thing I would say is you are not alone. I mean, I wish I had a book of all the text messages I have with my besties, not just because it would be fascinating, but because it's years of these random conversations and these SOS messages saying like, my kids are monsters, I need to get away. So the first thing that I would recommend that you do, if you wanna cry, you should probably cry. Like you probably should. Your feelings are trying to get out and you can let them out. We don't have to always hold everything in all the time. Your feelings need to get out. And my personal favorite is an ugly cry in the bathtub. And I know I'm gonna get that reputation of being the mom who ugly cries in the bathtub because I recommend it often. It's like my prescription. But seriously, that's a safe place. Go and cry, there's no judgment there. So I want to address this topic, this issue from a life coaching perspective and talk about some of the bigger picture things that are happening in the heart of the mom and give you some action steps to help you move forward. This episode is going to be full. It's going to be packed. It's going to feel a little bit overwhelming. So just take it step by step. The first thing that I want to talk about is how we feel about unhappiness. So often in motherhood, we feel like unhappiness is an unacceptable emotion. We feel like if we are feeling unhappy, it means we're failing or we have crappy kids or something's wrong with us or something's wrong with our life. And I have done this so many times in the past. And one thing I've learned is what if nothing has gone wrong? What if feeling unhappy is part of the human experience, especially the mothering experience? And yes, of course, we want peace and we want thriving, but feeling unhappy with things is still part of being human and raising small humans. Can we feel unhappy without making it mean something has gone wrong? I have been so good at double downing on my stress because what I'll do is if something has made me upset or frustrated, Now I feel stressed about feeling stressed. I double down. I have double the stress. And I think that because I have these negative emotions that something has gone wrong. And then I stress about all the things that are going wrong. And yet it might distract me from the actual issue, but it also makes working through the stress so much harder and messier and definitely unnecessary to go from all or nothing, to go from little issue to big catastrophe. Now I will say here, If unhappiness feels like a wet blanket that you just can't get off of you, then pay attention to what is happening and it's probably a good idea to talk to your doctors. Over the years of, for me, babies and sleep deprivation, I can say I've had health problems like autoimmune thyroid disease and iron deficiency and these things really affected how I could show up, how I felt and my mood. They really clouded my ability to feel happiness and I had to treat those issues. I'm treating these issues still to get back to that mom that I feel like I am underneath all that. So if you think there might be a medical or an emotional issue, then go get help for yourself so that you get to show up with those things being managed and cared for. The next issue to consider is, yes, we are uncomfortable with feeling unhappy. So what do we do about it? How do we work through this? 
And you might not like this because my recommendation is to work through it, you need to go through it. And many of us are like, but hey, I'm feeling my feelings. What else can I do? Like, can't you see I'm feeling my stress? So let me break it down the way that um, Brooke Castillo, a life coach instructor, has talked about the ways we process negative emotions. The first one is to resist and we get really defensive. We rationalize it. Maybe we try to just get really like up in our heads about it and um it can be a very mentally exhausting exercise. The next one is we react to it. And it's that classic mom who's pulling out the vacuum cleaner and cleaning her house and she's doing and she's stressing and she's yelling at everybody about what they need to do and what they shouldn't do. That's also exhausting. The third one is my personal favorite and that is to ignore it or avoid it and just pretend like it's not there and it'll go away, but it doesn't go away. You cannot ignore your feelings. And so often I will just turn to something that makes myself, that makes me feel better instantly. Social media, food, like just something we are turning to things to just make us feel better instead of actually feeling our feelings and working through them. So the option that is the healthier option is to go through our feelings, pay attention to how it feels, let yourself experience it. Maybe give yourself a period of time where you get to go and sit with it and feel it without answering to yourself or anyone else. That's why I like the ugly cry in the bathtub. Letting yourself sit with these feelings without getting dragged down by them. And you know what's going to happen is these feelings will pass. These feelings won't hurt you. What hurts us most is what we do about it and how we turn it all into a catastrophe. So right now here, if you are tempted to beat yourself up about how you handle your own emotions, just give yourself some grace. The more you pay attention to yourself and how you think about things and react to things, the more you're going to see there are patterns in your thinking and acting in, in your thinking and your acting that are so ingrained in your brain. Your brain does these things on autopilot. So just to recap that part, let yourself feel your feelings. Nothing has gone wrong if you are unhappy. Don't villainize yourself for the way that your brain is doing what it's always done. Just know that you can pay attention and you can work on creating new thought patterns and new mindsets. The next issue I want to talk on here is stress. And this feels like a high stress moment for most moms. We can feel that too. We know what it's like to be in this high stress moment. And I could talk about stress for a long time, but the main point I want to make is that we all feel stress. We all handle a little bit differently, but what all helps us all cope better is to address it early on. And this is a mistake I've made for years, like probably just learned it the past year that I need to pay attention to my stress levels and constantly practice ways to bring it down. Because what I had been doing is letting it accumulate and all these things that are adding up and adding up through the day. And then at the end of the day, I'm just this giant ball of stress that needs like radical intervention to calm down. So sometimes this means I tell my kids, I need 10 minutes alone. Like I am getting stressed out. I'm going to be alone in my bedroom and I go alone, pray about it, breathe through it, do whatever I need to do. It's so important for us to calm down every chance we get because when we are stressed, our brains are in flight or fight mode. It's a real thing. Our brains and our bodies are in stress mode. There are stress hormones running through our body. We cannot think rationally and logically when we are in this state of mind. Like just look at your kid having a tantrum. You need to wait till they calm down so that you can talk to them. The same is for ourselves. So once you are calm, then you can start thinking about the bigger issue of what has happened in your day. And this means paying attention to you. I will often ask myself, 
okay, I'm stressed. Like, what do I want? What am I trying to get? And maybe I'm hungry or the house is really noisy or I feel lonely or I don't know, I have to pee and I just haven't taken the time to do it. It's ridiculous. The point is I haven't been paying attention to myself all day. My pot is boiled over. And I think this is just such a thing that moms do. We get so focused on managing others and kind of like just blurring through the day. We forget about ourselves. We're in a fog and maybe we're not paying attention to ourselves. Maybe we're not even paying as much attention to our kids. And now here we are standing in our kitchen, scarfing down ketchup chips, asking us why our kids don't listen to us. We don't listen to us. Oh man, it's so true. It sucks to have that realization. So ask yourself, what do you want right now? Give yourself a beat, address it, plan for it, drink the water, plan what you need. Do you need to make an appointment with someone? Just take a minute for yourself. All right, now we need to get back to parenting. How do we want to come back to our children and show up for them? How do we want to show up for ourselves? I remember watching a friend years ago and she had a about three or four year old who was just being like a three or four year old and getting into things and like having a tantrum and she was working through him and disciplining him and he's just being like a little monster and I thought man like that looks so frustrating (laughs) but anyways they worked through it and a few minutes later he crawled up into her lap and she just loved on him and I thought wow I want to be a mom like that I want to be a mom who is like Let's work through this mess together and then you get love. Like you get forgiveness over and over again. I thought that was so inspiring and I want to offer that to my kids. I want to offer them a reset. I want to offer it to them often. I want to offer them forgiveness all the time. So sometimes this is a conversation I have with them. Sometimes it's just a conversation in my own brain. Like I am ready to forgive them and we can move on. Sometimes I also need to ask them to forgive me because the odds are if they've been dishing out the disrespect, I've been echoing it right back to them because mirroring um, big emotions in a household is so often what we do. And so everybody needs forgiveness in the day. And I think there's also kind of a bigger picture thing that's happening here for years I would keep us in this like perpetual state of punishment. Like being a martyr was my jam and I was really good at making myself and by default everyone else suffer for some bad behavior. I definitely needed more grace for myself and for them because this clean start is constantly offered to us. His mercies are new every morning, really every time where we feel ready to reset and seek out the happiness that's offered right in front of us. Of course, we just need to kind of work through this crappy stress coping situation to get to there. It does suck, but there is a clean start on the other side. And now we get to dig into the fun part, the fun part of getting back to yourself and what you want in motherhood. So get back to those things that you want to do with your kids, the ways you want to show up, the things you think are important for you in how you mother your children and find a way to add that into your day. Just get rooted back into the mom you are. Be the mom you are and get that back into your day. Now I know this is really a lot to work through and really it's something I life coach moms on so often so I know that it's not simple, it's not easy because we are working through a lifetime of beliefs about happiness and ourselves and thought patterns we have around ourselves as moms and thought patterns we have around ourselves as kids, thought patterns around we we have about how our life is in general. We have this whole thought life happening in our brain that needs our attention and hopefully these steps will help you start paying attention to those things. 
And if you were feeling like this is just something bigger, it's just such a recurring pattern, maybe you want to reach out and get some formal help. Get a life coach, get a therapist, hire me, hire anyone, I don't care. Just as long as you are taking care of yourself and helping yourself. Maybe you don't need something so formal. Maybe you can find a friend who can support you through this or a mentor. Is there a mom in that you know whose mothering you admire? Ask her to be your mentor. Because what matters here is that you see you are not alone. Motherhood is hard and it is frustrating and there is a lot of unhappiness we experience and we pretend like it's not there. When we do that, I think we do a disservice to ourselves, to our families and to other moms and moms-to-be to just pretend like unhappiness isn't part of the conversation in motherhood. It is there. It happens. We feel it. We go through it and we push on and that's what grows us as moms and we can't pretend like we're not unhappy. We just need to work through that unhappiness without making it mean it's a catastrophe. All right, so I'm just going to sum up everything real quick. The first thing is to um, let yourself experience those negative emotions without getting dragged down by them, making them mean something huge and, and stressful and doubling down on your stress. The next thing is to calm yourself down. Think about some ways that you can calm down, whether it's music or deep breathing or going and standing outside in your bare feet, whatever. Just get to know yourself in the ways that you can calm yourself down. Then you need to pay attention. What do I need? What am I trying to get out of my day? What is that thing that I'm looking for that I can't quite get? Then get yourself ready for a reset, offering forgiveness and a fresh start to yourself and to your children. And then get back to the mom that you want to be. Get rooted back into the mom that you want to show up as. All right, guys, I'm going to answer question number two in the next podcast episode just to keep these short and sweet. So catch that one. The question is about having big dreams and also having small children and how to put those two together. I appreciate you being here. Have a great week.